0: Hey everyone, welcome to episode number 29 of the Learning to Lead Podcast. Happy New Year. I hope you had a great Christmas and New Year's with your family. And uh, I know I did. The last year, uh, I'm sorry, the last week of every year is by far my favorite week of the year. I reflect on 2013 or the year that I just lived and then I I set up and dream and and get fired up for the upcoming year. And so I've done that. I've set my goals. If you want to view those, um, there's a link in the show notes. But I posted my uh, goals publicly for the first time ever, which was a little scary, but I'm glad I did it, uh, and I'll blog about that and <laughs> going public later. Um, but one of my goals this year is to record 12 personal podcasts. It was my goal last year, but I let fear hold me back, and uh, this year I'm committed to it, and here's the first one. Uh, this will be one of 12 podcasts that I record, and my hope, as always, is that it adds value um, to your life and helps you and equips you and helps you become the person God called you to be. So that being said, let's get started. Um, I'm going to also try to make them a lot shorter this year as well. Um, but today I want to talk to you about productivity uh, and becoming as productive as possible. When I was in high school, uh, in fact, growing up until I was 18, I was not productive at all. Uh, I would take as many shortcuts as I could. Um, I graduated with a 1.6 GPA, which tells you a little bit about how productive I was at school, in school. I'm um, not productive at all. I used to be so lazy uh, when I was a teenager that I would eat meals um, in the living room at my house and actually leave my plates out for my parents um, to put away. I wouldn't even take them to the kitchen. And so um, the fact that I'm even talking about productivity is hilarious to me. But I started interning at a church when I was 18 years old, started learning the value of goals, started learning the value of getting things done, and uh, and got a vision for productivity and a vision for what I could do with my life. And I realized um, that if I'm ever going to accomplish anything in life, That I need to learn to be productive. And so, for the last 10 years, I've been a student of productivity and I plan on being one for the rest of my life. And my goal today is simple Uh, it's to one, inspire you and really just show you the value of being productive as possible and the value of your time. And secondly, just to give you a few tools and tips on how to get as productive as possible. Some things that I do personally that I've learned and implemented over the past 10 years. So, I hope this will add value to your life, and I hope that 2014 will be the most productive year you've had. So I have, um, excuse me, I have 11 tips for for being as productive as possible. Number one is this: is value your time. Value your time. As I said, I did not value my time when I was in high school, and uh, someone said this. I don't know who to attribute this quote to, but they said, "Until you value yourself, you won't value your time." And as I look back. The reason I didn't do anything in high school, the reason I wasn't productive, that I didn't try is because I didn't value myself. I never thought that I could go to a four-year college, so I didn't even try to. I never thought that I could be uh, successful. I thought I was going to, literally, I didn't think I was going to amount to very much in life, and so I just thought, why even try? And then, like I said, when I was 18... um, I started learning that I do have value, that I do have something to offer the world, and that I can be successful. And so I started valuing myself. Uh, People believed in me and and created value in me. And so as soon as I started valuing myself, I started valuing my time. It became more and more important who I was spending time with, how I was spending my time, and what I was doing with my time. So the first step to becoming as productive as possible is to value your time. The second thing I wrote down is to, to value today. You not only need to value yourself and your time, but you need to value today. One of my favorite productivity books, and it's not even on productivity really, but one of my favorite books ever is by John Maxwell called Today Matters. It's called Today Matters. I read it when I was eighteen. I'd encourage you if you haven't read it, read it. it changed my life. And the thesis of the book, the tagline is this, that we often over exaggerate yesterday, we overestimate tomorrow, and we underestimate today. And I found that to be true. We make too big of a deal out of the past. We think tomorrow is going to be so great and we're going to accomplish all these things, but we forget how important today is. And the reality is today is all that you have. John went on to say that the secret of your success will always be found in your daily agenda. Your success will always be found in what you do daily. What you do every day is going to set you up for success or it's going to set you up for failure. In fact, every day you're either preparing for success or you're repairing from the past and you're going backwards. We've got to value today. Zig Ziglar. Um, talks about the alarm clock. A lot of people hate when their alarm clock uh, goes off in the morning because they're not morning people. But he said he stopped seeing it as an alarm clock and he started seeing his alarm clock as an opportunity clock. That as soon as that alarm clock goes off in the morning, hey, it's an opportunity to live another day, to do great things, to dream big dreams, to accomplish, to work out, to get to do life. It's an opportunity to live another day on earth and be productive. And so, again, I encourage you, if you have trouble waking up man until you value today you're not going to value your time and you're not going to do anything with it George uh, Lorimer said you've got to get up every morning with determination if you're going to go to bed with satisfaction start getting a vision that every day matters so many times we devalue today today is the most important day you have now is all you have so value today and number three determine to become someone who makes things happen Determine to be someone that makes things happen. John Maxwell says that the number one quality of a leader is that they make things happen. You know, a lot of us get frustrated in our jobs and uh, we always want what's next. What's next? I can't wait to get out of this job so I can go somewhere else. I can't wait to, to get to the next level. But do you know the best way out of where you are is to do the best you can where you are? Right? I want to say that again. The best way out of where you are is to do the best you can where you are. You may think you know, when you take shortcuts that you're only cheating your job or cheating your boss by not giving your best. But in reality, the person you're really cheating is yourself. Because the reality is, if you don't do a good job with what you have now, with the job you have now, you may think you will, but you won't do a good job with the, the dream job that you want. When you get to where you want to go, if you don't learn to be great where you're at, you'll never be great where you, you end up. And so get a value, a vision for being someone who makes things happen, no matter what you have to focus on. Become the all-star at work. See yourself being as a productive person. If you've always said, I'm lazy or I'm stupid, stop seeing yourself as that. Stop seeing, start seeing yourself as someone who gets things done. Start seeing yourself as someone who accomplishes their goals, who gets promoted, um, who's the go-to person at work. Start getting a vision for who you are. And again, that all goes back to valuing yourself. If you value yourself, you will be someone who makes things happen. And so again, I just wanted to take a few minutes and just and just show you the value of being productive and I hope that gave you a small glimpse into the vision of, of why you should be productive as possible. And I want to spend the rest of our time together just giving you some tips that I've learned. Again, I've been studying, I read a ton of productivity books, blogs, etc. And I'm always refining my systems because the reality is by nature I I should not be productive. Um, just my makeup uh I, I would say I'm definitely ADD. I am all over the place. I'm easily distracted. It's easy to get my attention away from something. It's hard for me to focus naturally. Um my strength finders. Uh, one of my strengths, I think number two, is an activator. So I love being involved in tons of stuff because I'm ADD. I like being having my hand in a lot of baskets. And I'm also an activator, so I love to start things. So I'm always trying to start new things. And if I'm not careful, I can end up starting a lot of things, not finishing anything, and not focusing on anything. And so um, productivity and being productive as possible has become a large focus in my life because if I don't, it's just going to get me in trouble. And, um, and if I can... Can learn to be productive, I'm telling you, you can too. And so here's some of the, the best tips that I've learned and implemented over the past 10 years. I hope they help you. Um, number uh, four, this is the fourth tip overall, but this is what I already talked about. Study the work habits of others. Study the work habits of others and learn as much as you can about productivity. Um, get a coach. Again, I, I, uh, I've included some books in the show notes. Um, some of my favorite books on productivity are Eat That Frog by Brian Tracy. Um, there's a book called Push by Shailene Johnson. I love that book. Tim Ferriss wrote a book called The 4-Hour Workweek, um, and that's absolutely excellent. It's a must-read if you want to be more productive. And then um, I follow a lot of blogs. Probably my favorite is Michael Hyatt. Um, he used to be the CEO of Thomas Nelson Publishing, and he is he's phenomenal. He's very productive and has some great tools on his blog at michaelhyatt.com um, that you can get. But again, so you can read as much as possible. If you can listen to podcasts and, and, and CD teachings on Productivity. Listen to them. I'd also encourage you to look around at your workplace. You know, usually people at the top are people that are able to get things done, and they've been able to get things done. So look for people with a track record of productivity, and spend time with them. Ask them to coach you. Say, hey, how do you get things done? What's your system for um, your to-do list? What's your system for prioritizing, etc. And uh, I think you'd be surprised how many people are more than willing to help you uh, become more productive. So study the work habits of others as much as you can can is my first tip uh the, the fifth uh point of the message is uh, it's my second tip i guess you could say the second tip is to track your time two weeks a year i got this tip from john maxwell track your time two weeks a year and um basically john maxwell has his staff twice a year for two weeks uh literally track their time and what they do every 15 minutes for two weeks So they have to record in a journal every 15 minutes, write what they're working on, write what they're working on. And it's a pain in the butt, but it's very, very interesting what you'll find and I do this twice a year, just writing down what I do every 15 minutes, because it gives you a log, and it shows you how you're using your time. It's a great overview. And you, I think a lot of times people will think they don't have any time, but I think if you will record this, you'll see how much uh, time you're actually wasting. Maxwell, when he said uh, what he discovered is that most of us waste hours. Even the most productive people he, he has found waste hours and hours and hours. And I think, you know, I've been surprised how much time I spend on TV or how much time I spend um, on social media or or whatever. There's so many things that I discover when I do that exercise, and it really gives you uh, a vision for things that can be changed. So uh, I love this. A few quotes on this. Um, Guard your spare moments well. They're like uncut diamonds. Discard them, and their value will never be known. Improve them, and they will become the brightest gems in a useful life. Spare moments. One thing that you will discover is how many spare moments you do and how you use them will determine whether or not you're successful or not. I mean, really, how do you spend your spare time? Do you spend, you know, six hours a night watching the TV? Well, you could also spend those six hours doing something productive. And so, again, the point of this exercise, recording your time every 15 minutes for two weeks, is to show you how many surplus hours that you actually have. The next step that I would talk to you about uh, is having a system for your to-do lists. Having a system for your to-do lists. Um, I've probably had a hundred different systems for to-do lists because I I just couldn't find one that works for me. I finally, probably after five years of trying, have found one that works for me. And I'll include a a link I actually wrote about my to-do list system um, on my blog. I use an app called Awesome Note, uh, which is a great app. And um, in that blog post, I actually walk you through how I set my to-do list. But all I would say about a to-do list is, one, you have to have one. You have to have a to-do list that you're constantly working through every day. I encourage you to write down as many things as you think you need to do on paper david allen in his book getting things done said literally you just need to brain dump every day just brain dump every task you can think you need to do and then you can prioritize it but you need a place where everything you need that needs done is in one place so you can view it you can check it off you can prioritize and uh and it just it just matters a lot and so again i would say about this the only other thing i would say about having a to-do list is the best system is the one that works for you the best system is the one that works for you. If you're a pen and paper person, use pen and paper. If you can use your iPhone, your iPhone's on you all the time, it's easy. Um, I say use your iPhone if, if you're a techie. Uh, that's a great way. But ultimately, it doesn't matter what system you use, as long as it works for you. So experiment. There's lots of just Google to-do lists, systems, and you'll, you'll have lots of stuff to read. But ultimately, just uh, develop a system that works for you. The next thing I'd say about becoming as productive as possible is set deadlines. Set deadlines. And this is an area that I am just starting to grow in, if I'm uh, to be honest with you. But I am seeing the value in it immediately. Mark Batterson said this. He said, goals without deadlines are dead on arrival deadlines are lifelines to your goals. And I love Mark Batterson because he actually discovered the same thing. He wanted to write a book for I think 10 or 15 years and he never could. But as soon as someone gave him a deadline, he finished the book and it was his first book in a pit with a line on a snowy day. He finished the book, published it, and uh, his writing career has taken off since then. But he attributes everything back to having deadlines for his goals. And so I know that the goals that I have not accomplished, it's usually because I don't set a deadline to it, and uh, and so it doesn't end up happening. And uh, there's actually a law called Parkinson's law, and it says that work will work expands so as to fill the time available for its completion work so is to fill the time available for its completion and it's basically saying okay if you if you have a month to do something if you set yourself a month deadline it's gonna take you a month to do that if you give yourself 24 hours to do something you're gonna do it in 24 hours again just like Mark said uh, Mark Batterson deadlines are lifelines to your goals so I would encourage you um, to use de- uh, deadlines for all of your goals for all of your big tasks because it puts the pressure on you that you need to accomplish it set deadlines. Next is to prioritize your tasks. Prioritize your tasks. Um, The resource for this I would encourage you to read is called Eat That Frog. It's a book by Brian Tracy and the whole book is just about tackling the biggest and the hardest uh, tasks of the day first and the theory is, I think Mark Twain said it, like if you're going to eat a frog, eat the biggest one first as soon as you can so then you don't have to worry about the rest of the day. And uh, you just need to figure out what your frog is for the day. What is the biggest task, the task that you don't want to do, but is most important to you finishing that day? And, and set that as your first priority and tackle that first. Prioritize that. That's first priority. I'm going to get this done before I do anything else. And then look at the rest of your task and find out what the second most important task is. The third most important. And I think sometimes the only thing I would caution you on here is uh, it's easy for us to prioritize what we want to do but what we want to do is not always what the, the biggest priority should be. And so I would just really, if you have trouble prioritizing your tasks, I would encourage you to go to your boss or someone that knows you well and say, hey, here's everything on my to-do list. What do you think my top priority should be? And uh, sometimes I think you'll find that what you should be working on and what you want to work on aren't the same thing. And um, so I would just encourage you to prioritize. And if you're not good at prioritizing yourself, have someone help you prioritize, whether it's a boss, a coach, a worker, a family member, etc., and um, I think that'll really help. So, make sure every day after you make your to do list that you prioritize your tasks. Once you prioritize your tasks, the next step is to schedule everything. Schedule everything. What do you mean, everything? I mean, schedule everything. I, to be honest with you, I absolutely hate scheduling. My personality, I hate knowing what I'm gonna do. I'm very spontaneous I like to be spontaneous I like to have fun and uh, I do not um, I hate and I do this now I schedule my whole week but I hate knowing what I'm gonna do every minute of the day I just, I, I like surprises and I like to make stuff up but I'm learning that that doesn't really equate to a productive life and so I've learned to schedule everything um, John Maxwell said this he said the question isn't will your calendar be full the question is who will fill your calendar The question isn't will your calendar be full. The question is who will fill your calendar. And what I found is that when I was spontaneous, my it wasn't a question of my calendar would be full, like he said. My calendar was always full. But what I found is when I when I wasn't as meticulous when it came to scheduling everything, it would my calendar would fill fill with things that weren't important, that weren't priorities, and that weren't enabling me to be as productive as possible. They would just be random. And I would ultimately let other people or things that I think I want to do fill my calendar when I should have been scheduling um, what's important to me, etc. And so I've become a scheduler, even though it was difficult for me. And because um, here's what I found, John Maxwell said this, he said, people who have nothing to do usually want to spend their time with you. And if you don't schedule... Um, Everything, you're going to allow other people to eat up tons and tons and tons of your time. Um, I even schedule personal time. So um, a lot of times, if I, have an, I used to be, if I had an open night on the calendar and someone said, want to hang out, I'd be like, oh, I have Thursday night free. And what I found is that all my energy was getting sapped because every night I had a free night in my calendar, I would book it with someone. And so I had a mentor in my life say, hey, you need to put Thursday night Uh, time alone Uh, Friday night date with Laura just so it's on the calendar so no one else can take that time so I would encourage you even to to schedule your quiet times schedule personal time schedule when you're gonna do tasks that's what I do for blogging and podcasting I had this scheduled I was planning on doing this this morning recording this podcast but schedule all of your tasks that way you can say you know what I have something I already have to do and yeah you're gonna get distractions once in a while you may have to reschedule but the more you schedule I promise you you, the more productive you'll be. And uh, with scheduling, um, I'd also say this, that you should plan your day in the morning and or the night before uh, every day. So you should look over your calendar for what the next day is and literally schedule all your tasks. And um, you should literally have the next day fully scheduled to literally know what you're going to do every hour. Um, Some people need to know what they're doing every couple hours, etc. But schedule every day in advance, whether it's in the morning or at night if you're a night person. The next thing I want to talk to you about is is once you do all this, you should reflect and adapt daily, weekly, monthly, quarterly, and annually. Reflect and adapt daily, weekly, monthly, quarterly, and annually. Um, How do you become more productive? You become more productive by reflecting on how you're using your time and adapting. So literally every day at the end of the day, I don't always do this, but I try to, to spend time with my journal, and I look over the day and say, okay, how did I use my time? Uh, what could have I done better, Etc. at the end of every week? Hey, how did I use this week? How did I use my time this week? Could have I used it better? What would I change? Hey, at the end of every month, how did I use this month? At the end of every quarter and the end of every year, you should be evaluating how you spend your time always and always looking for ways to do things better. How can I do this task faster? How can I get better at scheduling? How can I get better at prioritizing? Always, always, always be reflecting and adapting. It's part of growth. And um, for me... i I put this down along with that is just pray ask god for wisdom ask god for wisdom i believe that god knows the best way to do everything and i just pray god help me to be as productive as possible lord help me to always get better help me to to be able to better focus because it's not a natural thing for me and, and i just want god's wisdom and i found that god has given me wisdom time and time again to get better at things so i would also just pray if you're a christian um Pray about how to spend your time, and I think God will show you how to use it wisely. Two more steps. Next, I would say, after reflecting on all that, create a stop-doing list. And I put, and or have someone create one for you create a stop doing list we're always creating to do lists more and more and more to do but oftentimes we don't have a stop doing list and uh, and we need to we fill our our plates to the full and then we keep adding stuff and uh, I'm not good at this I'm not good at stopping anything because I like having my hands in a lot I want to keep doing and keep doing and keep doing and uh, probably the best solution to this and what I try to do John Maxwell did it too he said he had a hard time um, saying no to opportunities and so he formed what he called a hack committee and it was basically three or four friends and family members and every opportunity that came up to do something new uh, or to go somewhere he would present it to the hack committee and they would make a decision on whether or not he did it and they would say no for him and I think that's very, very wise. And, um, so if you're not good at saying no or stopping things, I, again, encourage you to go to a mentor go to a boss, go to a family member and be like, Hey, here's everything I'm focusing on. What do you think I need to stop doing? Cause I can't keep adding things to my plate or I can't do an excellent job with what I have because I have too much. What can you get off my plate for me or what opportunities do I not need to do? And, um, I, I've, I've found that there are people that are more than happy to tell you what you should stop doing. So, um. Have a hack committee. Figure out what you should stop doing. That should be part of that review process. God, what do I, What do you want me to stop doing? What am I focusing on that I shouldn't be? And then finally, I would just say this. Use better tools. Use better tools. There's thousands and thousands and thousands of productivity apps, of programs, etc., cetera, um, that you can get. Um, and I would encur- encourage you to use the best of the best. I've tried tons. Right now, my favorite ones, like I said, for my to-do lists, I use Awesome Note, which is an app. Um, for my family calendar, my, Laura and I use an app and a website called Cozy. And it's phenomenal for sharing shopping lists, sharing a calendar, um, et cetera. And those are my two favorite apps. Other than that, I use pen and paper, um, but really, I I just use those two apps and then I use Word to set my goals and things like that but um, my encouragement here is if you want you could drive yourself crazy and waste a whole lot of time trying a thousand different things. I would just find one that works for you and just realize it's probably the best it's going to get and they'll continue to update it and just um, don't waste your time looking for all these tools. Just find one or two that work for you and stick with them And, um, and that's it. So in review, let me just run through these one more time, value your time, value today, determine to be someone who makes things happen, study the work habits of others, track your time two weeks out of the year in 15 minute uh, increments, have a system for your to-do lists, set deadlines, prioritize your tasks, schedule everything. Reflect and adapt daily, weekly, monthly, quarterly, and annually. Create a stop-doing list or have someone create one for you. And then finally, use better tools. These are just some of the things that I do to be as productive as possible. I would love to hear about your tools and resources and what you do to become as productivity. If you know any good resources, blogs, books, please leave a comment in the comment section. I would love to hear from you. And again, I hope this helps, and I hope 2014 is your most productive year ever. Thanks for listening.